This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. To tell you that your Redeemer liveth. Praise the Lord. You know, sometimes the situation can be so overwhelming that you ask yourself, is this thing about God real? If you've never gotten to that point that you ask yourself that question, that means you've not gone far in Christianity. Are you here with me? You must get to that point. You will look at yourself. Is that it is not real or you are not doing it the way it should be done? You doubt your salvation. If you've never doubted your salvation or the existence of God, that means you've not gone far in your walk with God. Because like David said, he said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it must come to that point you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. In your walk with God, you must walk there. If you don't walk there, you cannot cross to success. Are you with me? That is the point to success. That valley of the shadow of death. When the devil, you and the devil is there alone. Nobody is there with you. The situation is overwhelming. You look up, you look down. There is nowhere. There is no sight of anything. No one, nobody, nothing. That's when you now know and ask yourself. Is it real? Or am I doing it the wrong way? Especially when people come and give testimonies of the wonders of God. How God spoke to them. How God did this. They prayed and he answered. You get more confused. God, why are you not talking to me? God, why are you not doing my own? And everyone has a point where God will have to talk to you. Everyone everyone. Everyone has a point of attraction. A place where God is and you don't know. That was what Jacob said. He said, the Lord is here. Look, beloved, it is not where you are that's the problem. You have not begun to listen to him. Because wherever you are, God can come there. Are you with me? He can meet you anywhere. 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 And until you begin to have this covenant relationship, personal covenant relationship with God, you will not go anywhere. Let's just lift our hands and appreciate this king. The one that has the power to kill and make a life. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is his name. That it doesn't matter where you've gotten yourself into. He's not limited by anything. Space, time, or situation cannot limit him. He will show up for you. I said the Lord will show up for you. Wherever you're listening from, the Lord will show up for you. You are thinking of giving up. Don't give up. Because God will show up for you. He's never late. And they told Jesus, Lazarus is sick to death. And the disciples said, let us go. He said, no, not now. Hallelujah. Not now. 
Until he that has the power of life and death decides, nobody can decide for him. And when he came, they told him, I said, if you were here some days ago, Lazarus wouldn't have died. He said, no. I am not limited by time and season. Whether it is five days ago or ten years ago, when God shows up, it becomes fresh. Your mates have gone ahead. They have achieved. And you are asking God, when is my turn? And he's saying, calm down. And you're looking at you, you're looking at your age. You're looking at your, I mean, whatever it is that is, you know, naturally limiting us. You know, it's so easy to look at your age and your time. And you're asking God, all my mates, all my age mates, they've all gone ahead. Lord, what is happening? Thank God. Two weeks ago, our sister who has been married for 15 years, God decided to answer her. We went to see the baby yesterday. I saw the baby again for the second time. He is beautiful. You know, when a man is beautiful, you know that it is beyond the... That's what God does. He cannot come late and you will not see the sign that this world was prepared for. Are you with me? Look, by the grace of God, not boasting, I have an experience. Eight years. Anytime my boy is in school or not in school and they have a competition, they must call. They must call. The last one they went, it was a day to the competition. You are, they had to come inside. And I, I, I said, where have you people been? Why didn't you call for him to prepare for the thing? What am I saying? When God decides to delay your miracle, it's because he's giving you the best. He doesn't delay for nothing. Don't cry. Don't cry again. Because the devil wants you to cry. That's intention. He wants you to get frustrated. He wants you to give up. He wants you to turn back. But don't give him the privilege of rejoicing over your life. Because you are bigger than him. The Bible says, He that is in you is greater than he that is in you. And he's the one in the world. The devil is the one in the world. So if he that is in you is greater than him in the world, then you are greater than him. Look. It is a warfare. Hello? Boko Haram, Nigeria is nothing compared to the warfare you are involved in. And unfortunately, he's a gorilla fighter. It doesn't follow the rules. The devil knows they follow rules. But no matter the tactics it comes with. Our God, God is able to do just what they say He will do. He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. I say, don't give up on God, cause He won't give up on you. He's able. Don't give up on God. Father, in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus, the solution of every circumstance and situation, we've come again before you, knowing that you will feed us. Lord, we ask, O oh God, that you melt every blocks every heart that is stiffed by pain every heart that is carrying loads of sorrow may your grace bring us to the point of miracle Amen. 
in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because we know, oh God, you have a purpose and a plan for us. You say the thought that you have for us are thought of good and not of evil to give us a hope and a future. Lord, we look up to you, oh God. Like a chick, we look up to the mother. And we ask, oh God, that that which makes us afraid does not stand before you. This morning, you will take us to the point of celebration. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, precious Redeemer. Glory be to your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Quickly. I want to... Sister Joanne, you are welcome. God bless you. Let's put our hands together for her. A daughter of him anytime, anywhere. You do, anywhere you go. This is your route. Always remember that. Praise the Lord. And we have standard. You know that. We have standard. We are meant for excellence. And you continue to shine. Sister Chinwe, good to see you again. God bless you. You are still beloved. And of course, my brother Austin, long time. You are welcome home. This morning, I think why us all ran away? Bring that high uh, heart for me. We will buy it today, this morning. If, if I shake it too, I don't want to shake it because they will still use it. But if I shake it too much, it will all fall off. How much is this? See? Talk now. I'm not price. If if we don't know the price, you will buy it yourself. With your money. How much is it? Seventy five thousand. For this for the high hats. Everything the stand and the high hat sent five thousand. Can we have one or two, three people who will help us and buy it? You do that, okay? I'm not telling you the person. Should I tell you the person? No, I won't. I won't. God bless you. So that is done. Please help me to tell us how to come back. Wherever he went. You know, the work of God can only be done by men. God only they come down and do work. The one he does, he does it from heaven. And the one that is on earth is for us to do. That's why Jesus said, my father worketh, so I work. But if he's working and you're not working, we will not get the result. You know, when Brother Charles was testifying, and he said he was somewhere... The reason why God was doing his own was because he was doing somebody's own, God's own. I don't know if you understand. Anytime you find yourself where you should be, God will meet you where you are not. I'll repeat it. Anytime you are where you should be, God will meet you where you are not. You can never be doing what you are supposed to be doing. The Bible says, He that is planted in the house of the Lord shall do what? Shall flourish in the courts of our God. Your duty is to make sure you are where you are meant to be. By nature, not all animals can walk, I mean, can live in water. Is that correct? As strong as the lion is, if you enter water, I know if you do anything. As fierce as the snake is, if the eagle take an up, he no go get power. So just make sure you are located where you should be. And there is no need to run up and down. By the grace of God, I have not, I have not attended more than three churches in my life. And for me, 
the very first day, I got born again in a big church. But God said, this is not where you will be because I want you to walk. So leave this. if you are here, you will not walk. Leave that place. And he took me to a church that was just about eight people. And I never left there until it was time to leave. Over 20 years. So it is not where you are. It is who brought you to where you are. And what you are doing there. Are we together? Like I said, this morning we'll be talking about I know my Redeemer lives. Are you, can, you, can you make that statement that I know my Redeemer lives? Now, let me tell you, that statement will be tested when problem comes. It is not just singing. It is not just saying it. There will be a test for that your belief. In the book of Job, let's go there quickly. In the book of Job chapter 19, I will read from verse 25 and 26. That was where Job made that statement. Can you give it to us? Now, Job was going through the ups and downs of life. It was so much, so fierce that even the wife, the Bible said the wife told him, I said, look, this is your matter, don't pass, come and see. Cause God and die. Because he knew that he was hanging on God. He said, disconnect yourself and die. Job said, he said, for I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Verse 26. And though after my skin worm destroys this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God. Now, this man is saying, I'm in a bad shape. Things is too bad for me. But I know God is alive. They've carried him from one hospital to the other. He has met the best of consultants. The situation was, I mean, they couldn't discover what is wrong with him. But he, keeps, he kept saying, I know my Redeemer liveth. Now, let's begin to look at the, how would Job, how would somebody be able to make that statement? What made Job confident enough to insist that his Redeemer liveth? Are you here with me? Now, for anyone to get to that point of saying, I know my Redeemer liveth, he must have walked closely with God. I don't know if you get me. Job must have had a very close relationship with God. And he knew that the character of God is consistent and permanent. He can't change. So he sticked with him. Until you know that this God does not change. Until you have experienced it and you believe it. No matter what comes, you are standing by it. You will not be able to make that statement. They will ask you, why not try this? Why not try that? Why not do this? Why not do that? You say, look, thank you, but I know my God will do it. They say, no, 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 are you, this, it says, don't worry. Because men will suggest different things for you. They will give you many options. They will tell you to do it this way. Some people may even suggest that it's because I don't think you're praying enough. But you know, there are some situations that prayer itself cannot move until God decides to move it. It's not prayer that moves things. It is God that moves things. Yes, prayer gets you to that point. But when it is time, God will move it. You can pray for 10 years until God is ready for you. you your prayer cannot move anything. But when, you are, when God is ready for you, before you even open your mouth, he will, he will start working for you. So Job said, I know my Redeemer liveth. I know what I'm going through. I know the situation may be bad, but I am confident that God will not leave me here. He said he was coming to meet me. He said he was coming to pick me up. At this bus stop. 
I will stay here. You see the cloud is dark. The rain is about to fall. Enter my boss. Let's go. Look, let's go. He won't. He said, Job said, Satan, you can go ahead. I will wait. Have you been in that situation? Maybe you're at the bus stop. And everywhere, the, I mean, the weather has changed. And you looked at his ah, And you're waiting for a particular note. And some, another one will come and say, look, why not? Come? Ah. <laughs> Let me enter this one. Now. Job will not enter any other vehicle. He will wait for God's own. If he's not here, I will stay under the sun. If he's not here, I will stay under the rain. No matter what, I will stay here until he comes. He said, I, will, I know he will not leave me here. Can you say that to God, that God will not leave me here? You know, it's so easy to say what God cannot do does not exist. Beloved, there is something God cannot do. He cannot lie. Can he lie? God cannot do. He cannot fail. Can I continue? He cannot deceive. He doesn't forget. Because it's so easy to follow a slang. A fad. But you have not gotten the revelation of that particular fad. The person saying it must have gotten a revelation. God must have met him somewhere. I know what God cannot do does not exist. But you that is saying it with him, have you come to that point where he went to, to get the revelation? You will not be able to sleep with stone as pillow until you got into the point where Jacob was. Did you hear? It's not everybody that can sleep with stone as pillow. You need God to be able to do that. So until you get to that point where Jacob got to in his life, you cannot make stone your pillow. But when you get there, anything can be your pillow. Because God is there. If God be for us, who can be against us? Not as if people cannot try to be against you, but they cannot succeed being against you. Are we seeing the same bus? Or some people have dropped? When he said is my redeemer, it means that, you know, you know, in the in the olden days, when they were doing slave trade, when some people go and catch slaves and bring them to the market, it becomes their property. And that slave will stay there. They will bring them to the market, take them away. Bring them to the market until somebody prices it and he agrees with the price that the person wants to offer. So, assume one day you came to the market as a slave with your master bringing you to the market and Jesus appeared to buy that slave. And he said, how much is this? And he said, it will cost a life. Because you cost a life. It was not easy to buy you. Somebody say, I cost a life. No amount was enough to buy you. So your master said, look, if you want to buy this particular slave, then you must give me a life. And that life must be a noble life. Because you could have otherwise picked another slave and killed the slave because of it. He said, no, you, it is not just a life, but a noble life. The devil is wicked. Now, can you imagine you cost a noble life and you look down on yourself? The Bible said that he that is in honor and knoweth it not is like a beast that perisheth. So it's even an offense not to know who you are. So the devil said, look, I want a life for it. And Jesus said, I will pay. 
And the devil said, are you crazy? You pay for this thing with your life? Jesus said, I will pay. You know, sometimes stand in the mirror and look at yourself. You mean I cost it a, a noble life. I will pay for him. With your life, yes, I will pay for him. And he gave his life for you. So Job understood that, that he cost the life of Jesus. So if you could cost the life of Jesus, is it this sickness? Is it these circumstances? Is it this poverty? Is it this hunger? Is it this, you know, whatever it is, cannot be compared to what he paid for me. And he said, I will wait. I will wait. Because he will not allow me to see corruption. David again said it. You know, anytime there is a repetition of what God. Let's look at Psalm, Psalm 19.25. Let somebody get us to Psalm 19.25. I hope he's there. Quickly. 25, 25. Oh, okay, not 20. Then, then, sorry. Uh, give me Isaiah, please. Isaiah 29, 26. Isaiah 29, 26. He said, Isaiah 49, 26. That I will feed them that oppress thee with their own flesh. Did you hear that? I, God is talking. He said, I will feed them that oppress you with their own flesh. And they shall be drunken with their own blood as with sweet wine. And all flesh shall know that I, the Lord, am thy Savior and thy Redeemer, the mighty one of Jacob. I. You, you have to know that you are worth the life of the Savior. And God cannot, I mean, he will not joke with you if you can wait upon him. Because he cannot move. He will not move until it is his time. The Bible says he makes all things beautiful in his own time. So the problem we are having is because we are not aware of his time. You don't know that God has time. You don't know there are seasons for you. Everything in life, there are times and seasons. If you know that, you will be confident no matter what you face. When he said, he said, I, God, will feed them that oppress you. So when you're going through oppression, hold your peace and look to God. Be pitying the person. Tell the person, I am, I am sorry for you because you don't know who you're toiling with. They will say, who are you? Who are you? I said, look, I am not joking. I am not it's not people like me you will mess up with. What do you have? Oh God, you, I mean, I will not show you anything. I don't have anything, but I tell you, you, you don't toy this with this life and go free. And the man sees you're serious. But he, the way you're dressed doesn't look like it. The phone you're carrying doesn't look like it. The clothes you're wearing doesn't look like it. Even the way you speak doesn't look like it. But the only thing you could see in you is your confidence. And he said, where is it coming from? He said, oh God, you don't know who you're toiling with. It's not everybody you can oppress. I'm sorry for you. I don't want anything to happen to you. Please, don't go ahead with this thing. Because you will, it will not end well. And the man will get more angry. And you know what you're saying. Because you know who has sent you. Hallelujah. 
It's not everybody you can oppress. But for you to be able to get to that point, you must work with God. You must be able to do with like Job. It was not an accident. Job has been with God all along. Job, look, the Bible said every time there is a celebration, Job will offer an offering on behalf of his children. There was a constant offering, a constant relationship, a constant fellowship between Job and God every time. So he already knows the character of God. Do you know the character of your God? Can you identify when he's working in your life? Because it's important. It's important to know that it is God doing this. No, no, this is not God. So I cannot take it. Because even the devil can give you some blessings, you know? You know that? Yes, the devil can give you, you know, when we talk about blessings, you know, the definition of blessings is what matters here now. The blessings, when you talk about money, money is not blessing, but we call it blessing. So the devil can give you money because it is part of his exchange. He's the God of this world. So anything physical can be released by the devil. But when we talk about the real blessings that comes without sorrow, the Bible says he maketh rich and added no sorrow to it. That one can only come from God. So when the devil knows it is time for God to bless you, he brings his own, whether you accept it. Remember it happened to Jesus. The Bible said the devil took him throughout the what? The desert. And the Bible said he told him and said, bow down and worship me and I will give you all this. Meanwhile, the, the, the devil knows that it is a matter of time Jesus will be controlling all this. Because when he comes down from the cross, he becomes the king of the world. Hallelujah. The Bible said if the devil knew that what will happen to him will happen. Because you know the good thing about God, he doesn't reveal everything to the devil. Aren't you glad that your secrets are safe with God? The devil doesn't know anything until you tell him. Are you with me? He doesn't know your case until you, until you open your mouth. And that's why you, you, you cannot afford to talk anyhow. Because it is only what you reveal to him that he knows. He's not all knowing. He's not all seeing. Are you here with me? The devil doesn't know your heart. So he wants you to say it out. So he'll be able to know. But as long as you kept it with God. He can't know it. So he offered Jesus this word. Knowing that if he doesn't offer, if Jesus can accept his own offer, he becomes God over Jesus. Anytime the devil gives you anything, he becomes God, Lord over your life. Concerning that thing. If he gives you a child, you, he will torment you with that child. If he gives you money, he will torment you with that money. But when God gives you, it is permanent. Hallelujah. And he said, bow down and worship me. And I will give you this whole word. But when Jesus came out, he said, all power. All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Who gave him? God gave it to him. When he fulfilled destiny. Until you fulfill destiny, God will not give you that which belongs to you. So if you want to get it quick, quick, sandwich, miracle, you can get it, but the devil will give it to you. But if you want it to be done, it must go through trials. It must go through fire. Hallelujah. Until it is proven, until it is purified, you cannot have the right thing. The beauty of gold is when it has gone through the fire. If it doesn't, you will not have a pure gold. Are we still here together? Yes, Let's look at, because time is going, let's look at Isaiah 48. Isaiah 48, quickly. Verse 17. The thus says the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to prosper or to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou should go. There is a way to go and there is a way not to go. Did you hear? There is a way to go. There is a way not to go. When you go the way you should go, he will teach you to profit. 
But when you go your own way or the way of the world, the system the world goes with, you will come out frustrated because you cannot beat them in their own game. Remember that Usain Bolt was a very wonderful runner. But he got so excited, he wanted to play football. Have you heard of him since then? Because there are places you do, it's not meant for everybody. No matter how good you are in running, football is not about running alone. Hello? You can be the fastest runner when it comes to ball. You will even learn how to run with ball because you running alone and running with ball is different things. Hello, sir. So God said, I said, I am the Lord who leads you in the way you should go. And when you go in the way I am leading you to go, you will profit. So maybe you are doing something and it's not profiting. Look again and ask God, is this where I'm supposed to be? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? There are many doctors that are poor. Are you here? Are you with me? There are many doctors that are poor. There are many lawyers that are poor. There are many businessmen that are poor. They can't even afford to eat. But there are great doctors that are worthy. There are great lawyers that have made it in their profession. So it is what God has assigned for you that will profit you. Not what you want to do. Any profession can profit. There are great cobblers. People who do shoe, shoemakers, as you call them. After all, people make shoe for people like David O. Whether it is in Japan, they made it, or in America, or it doesn't matter, but it is a shoemaker that makes the shoe. The Queen of England wears a, a particular design. I'm sure it's not every uh, design he picks in the market and puts on. Somebody made it. When you are where you are supposed to be, you become the, you know, the favor, I mean, the favorite of the best. The Bible said the gift of a man make it room and brings him before who? Great men and not mere men. When you're doing what God has called you to do, it doesn't matter how small or where you are. When you're doing what you are supposed to be doing, God will announce himself. Hallelujah. Some people came all the way from far, far east, looking for, the, I mean, looking for the man that the star appeared in the sky. A young, a little boy that was born somewhere in the, in the village of uh, Koi. I went to Koi once when I was in, as a missionary. I didn't know I would get, I would meet the great madam here. Now, the, the child was born somewhere in Koi village. In a, he couldn't even afford a hut. He was born where they trained animals. But wise men all the way from China, from America, they saw the star and they began to trace a young boy that was born in a village there. And they began to go from one country to other, acting great kings. Because they saw that this star is not an ordinary star. It must, apply, it must, it must be related to a king. That was why they were going from one king to another king. When they got to this king, ah, I heard that his son. The king said, all oh, my wives are too old. No, there is no little child here. He went to the village. He said, I have not even married, so my wife have not been able to give birth. He said, where is this boy? And they were searching and searching and searching until they got to Koi by the star. And they saw the king lying down unassumably. Beloved, when God will take you up unassumably, people will know that there is a man somewhere. And they got there and they saw the Messiah lying down. Just a little child. And they said, wow. The Bible said they worshipped him. A little boy who don't, you don't even know the destiny. It was only the mother that knew the story of that boy. Even the father didn't know. So they worshipped him. Great men from the east. And they left. Left gift. Another place he was supposed to be brought to the temple. And God told a man from 50, from 50 years ago, I said, you will not die until you see one little boy. And God kept him alive up to eight something years because you needed to see one small boy. A new child that was born. 
Simon. And the Bible said the day he was brought to the temple, Simon was there. And he said, wow. He said, my eyes have seen thy glory. God, I can now die because I have seen him. You know what? You may think you are nothing. But the day somebody who knows who you are will meet you, you will know who you are. You didn't get it. You look at yourself as nobody. The day somebody will pick you up, somebody who knows who God sent concerning you, about your matter, meets with you, the day he will pick you up, you will know indeed. You look at yourself, is it me? Because when God starts a thing, he finishes it. And the Bible said they brought the child to the temple. And Simon picked the child and said, wow, God, you are awesome. You mean you kept me for 80-something years because of this little boy. The, by the way, the Bible said that Abraham desired to see the days of Jesus. He couldn't see. So it was not by age. It was not by being a friend of God. It was not by prayers and fasting. It was by grace. I kept him and said, look, every other prophet wanted to see him. They couldn't see him, but you are going to see him. I will keep you alive. And they kept him alive. And he kept him alive. And he, when, the day, when the child came to the temple, and the Bible says he picked him, and he, and he made a statement. And the Bible says he said, he said, this child will be the reason for the rising and falling of many. This little child. I'm sure people who are standing there will be wondering, what is this man talking about? Even the Bible says, even Mary was wondering, this one, I have not heard this one before. Out of all the things, God revealed me. Because God will not show you everything about your future. You didn't get that. God will not, look, no matter how much he has shown you about your future, he cannot show you everything about your future. Because even you, you will be afraid of it. And the mother, the Bible said, the mother kept this in her heart, pondering over it. What is this man talking about? Who is this? I mean, this child, I mean, even the mother became afraid of the child. Who is this child? The child that came by, by there was no intercourse, nothing, and it came. That was a, that was a problem on its own. And this is another one. So a lot of things became an issue in Mary's heart. She kept it. Women are dangerous. She didn't even tell her husband. The Bible says she pondered over it. So anytime Jesus misbehaves, he looks at him. He's manifesting. When at the age of 12, they left him there in the, with among, they, they, they came to church and they finally, they all left and, and Jesus was in the temple. And they went to, the Bible said they went a day journey. They didn't, uh, the mother said he was with the father. The father said, that's why this, the churches of father sit this side, mother sit there. I know they like him. The mother thought the child was the, with the father. The father thought the child was the mother. By the time they got home, after a 24-hour journey, they found out that none of them had it. They had to go back. By the time they got there, they saw a 12 year old quilling old man about the law. And all of them were flabbergasted. Who is this boy? They will soon ask that question concerning you. Yeah. Where have this one been? Who is this person? But God, you have to come to that point where you'll be able to say, I know my Redeemer. Because until you know your Redeemer and that is alive, the Bible says, He that must come to God must believe that He is and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Until you get to that point that you know God. Now, not knowing God by what pastor preaches, not knowing God by what you hear on TV or what a warm uh, television evangelist is saying, but knowing God by what he has told you about you, knowing God by what you have discovered about himself, until God come to that point, you will not get anything and you will not go anywhere. Beloved, I plead on you. I plead, for, please know God. You can't know him the way I know him. Neither can I know him the way you know him. But it is important you know him. Because when your trials will come, nobody can help you out. Beloved, no pastor, no prophet, no teacher can be able to help you when you meet the devil face to face. 
it will be you and God, you and him. And the devil is ready to sift you like with. Because he's been doing it. That is his ministry. Jesus told Peter, he said, Peter, I prayed for you. You know why I prayed for you? He said, the devil desired to sift you like with. I prayed for you. But you know, I can only pray for you. You will do the work yourself. He said, when you have overcome, strengthen your brothers. In other words, I pray for you, but you will not stop the thing. So all those pastors who said, once you come here, it's over. I'm sorry for them. And I'm sorry for you. Even Jesus said, Peter, I have prayed for you. But when you overcome, for somebody to overcome, he must fight. He said, when you have fought and overcome, by the grace of the prayer that I've prayed, and by the strength of your power, when you have overcome, remember your brethren. Strengthen them too. Did Jesus not pray for his brethren? Did he not pray for all of them? But sometimes you, you get energized by somebody's testimony. That's what God, Jesus was telling Peter. Testify so that your brothers will receive the energy and be able to say, if Peter can go through, I'll go through. Beloved, God has a plan for you. It has a purpose. And I want you to know that no matter what you go through, He'll be there for you. He'll be there with you. Finally, let's look at two scriptures or three. Before we go, Isaiah 41, 14, quickly. James 1, 12. Romans 8, 28. Quickly, Isaiah 41, 14. We'll just read it and we'll go. Isaiah 41, 14. And it says, it says, Fear thou not, warm Jacob. Oh, God. You know who is a warm? You know, have you seen a worm? Have you seen a worm? Eat worm or whatever worm. You get bone. A little this thing will So God is saying, Jacob, by your the way I look at you, by your power, by the, my my evaluation of you. You're what? You're a worm. You can't stand anything. But he said, What? Fear not, you worm, Jacob. And ye men of Israel. I will help thee, saith the Lord. And thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I will help you. You are one, but I will help you. Oh God. You don't have power, but I will help you. You can't do it, but I will help you. You don't have money, but I will help you. James chapter 112. I may be a worm. But you can't crush me. Did you hear me? I may be a worm, but the devil can't crush me. Because he will help me. He said, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when the when he said, when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. You can't avoid temptation. No? You can't avoid persecution and tribulation. Finally, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. That's where we run up. I know my Redeemer is. And we know that all things, somebody say all things. Some things, few things, some other things. He said, for we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose. Some are called by why, why, why others are called according to his purpose. It is one thing to be called. It is another thing to be called according to his purpose. I am called according to his purpose. I am not running with you. Hello? I am not running a race with you. You may go ahead, go. You may achieve quickly. It doesn't matter. But when I achieve, I will know I have achieved. He said, all things work together for those who are called according to his purpose. So no matter where you find yourself today, as long as you have not achieved, just know that God is still taking you somewhere. Finally, the Bible said, in that day, you will hear a voice behind you saying, 
this is the way walk you in it beloved until you learn until you learn to hear the voice of god now when i say the voice of god it's not as if some god can talk to some people audibly the way you're hearing my voice it's possible but god also talks to you when you read the bible and a word comes up in your heart and begins to impress a word in your heart it's like in a in a system you highlight a word how many of you know computer in a system someone you underline or highlight a word that's the way god will highlight instruction for you and you immediately you see it you know that god is talking so you don't you can't hear it's not everybody that can hear god audibly like this some can hear from the scripture some can hear can hear from the dream it can come to you in the dream if the one if it is you know you are the one that believes so much in dream and your heart is pure before him it's not as if you are going up and down looking for dream no but you are on your own and you are connected to god when it comes to the dream you will know he's the one coming because even elijah the bible said he came there was a, a very a very loud thunder he came god was not there there was a, a storm he came god was not there there was fire he came god was not there but when he came he came with a small still voice because he will always connect to your whole to your spirit to your heart it may be small it may be little but when he speaks you will know he's the one talking but rise up on your feet God is able. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria, or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries, or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.